missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The best little sub shop you've never heard of, the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston, Minnesota. Email from Brenda said, uh, coffee flavor today is intense French. Chicken noodle is their soup. Mm, Meatball Monday. That. Also said, happy birthday, Brian. Cheesecakes are waiting for you here at the store. If we can get away, we will deliver or send them with Ben. Oh, birthday cheesecake. Thank you very much. This week's Monday morning throwback doesn't go too far. All right. Just a year ago. When we talked to Kayla Carroll, Rhett Carroll's mom. Yes. Rhett, of course, was our Big Bikes kid last year. And Kayla joined us on the phone to talk with us about her son and about his health struggles. He just recently had a clear scan, too. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. So great. And uh, good to see progress being made there. But, uh, yeah, last year's Big Bikes mom, Kayla Carroll. One, we got the diagnosis, and once pathology was back, it was, now we're going to do surgery, and then chemo, and then another surgery. I mean, it was it was insane. We yeah. sit back now, with, you know, we've had time off from the hospital, and you sit back and you think of everything, and it was like, oh my goodness. Like, we went through so much in such a short period of time, but then it feels like it's been forever, too, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. it just, well, some all- days drug on. <laughs> And it's all during COVID as well, so it's not like it, you know, five years ago where you know you you know you're not dealing with a a global pandemic. Now you're dealing with that on top of um, you know Rhett's medical issues. Plus, your other son had uh, some medical issues as well, correct? Yes, yeah. Both boys were admitted to the hospital on December first. Bobby was had a scheduled open heart surgery. He was born with a heart defect, um, so this was his fourth open heart surgery. Talk about strength. Ugh. Yeah. I'm sure Mother's Day was very special for her yesterday. Kayla Carroll, Carroll family, and Bobby and Rhett, and just uh, it, it was great to meet them and get to know them last year. And you can read more about Rhett Carroll by going to BigBikesForLittleTikes.com. That, of course, was last year's Big Bikes Kid. This year's Big Bikes Kid is Emerson Small from Bangor, and you can read about Emerson and her family on that very same website, and you can also get registered for the ride on Saturday. Please do so. But uh, today's Monday morning throwback going back just a year ago to when we talked to Kayla Carroll, the mom of Rhett Carroll, our kid for big bikes in 2022. Monday morning throwback brought to you mm-hmm. by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on 95.7 The Rock. I got to be honest, the picture of the fridge with all the milk in it is what's really freaking me out, not the lock on the milk. It's an office fridge, and there's like a whole bunch of different milks in there. What the hell are they doing with all that milk in an office? We've got a big giant fridge here, Shaw. We got two of them, one upstairs for yep. the sales weasels, one down here. This one's You milk. can stash your stuff, but this office fridge has got a whole bunch of milk in it, like three different gallons of milk. What are these people drinking at work? Is this a British thing that I'm unaware of? Do they just drink milk at work? I'm not aware. They don't have water. They don't have soda. They don't have coffee. They don't have other soft drinks or bubblers or whatever. They they got nothing but milk. Are they? Is it like milk or is it like a, a coffee creamer? Because I could see that. Shaw. It looks like those. milk. It looks like three different gallons of milk. Well, coffee creamer doesn't usually come in a gallon size container. Yeah, I mean this guy's got a milk. The one next to it looks like a milk. There's like a bottle of water behind it. And then there's another milk on the right-hand side. There's three big things of milk right there in the front. 
And this is uh, dividing the internet right now, Sean. Uh, have you seen what I'm talking no, about? No, I'm not. They're padlocking their milk. There's a. Br- uh, this is a Christy Nick special right here. <laughs> People stealing her uh, her her lunches. It's not enough to She's write. She's taking your notes. Name well, on it, and that and doesn't happen very much anymore. Because let's be perfectly honest, we don't have any part timers here anymore in the weekends. So no one's here, <laughs> desperate for food, and then finding Christie's. Well, that's what happens. You work here. You come in. You maybe you forgot to bring something. You don't have any money. You're poor, or whatever it is. And you're you, trapped in the building. And you're trapped in the building. You don't have a dollar for a snack from Puck's broken machine. So, you're so gonna, you just eat Christie's healthy choice meal. You know what I mean? You throw that in the microwave, like, ah, no one's going to miss it. Who's going to know it was me? Right? So Christy Nix for years had her meal stolen, and she would write her name on it. But apparently you can buy these things in Britain. They're called Utter Locks. Specifically for milk? Yeah, and it replaces the actual existing cap. It's specially designed for the British gallons of milk, and uh, it fits their standard milk jugs. And this guy has got a an Utter Lock on his milk. And it's in the fridge, and it's divided the Internet, Shaw, because... People obviously think that they have some sort of right to his milk because it's in the fridge. Milk was a bad choice. No, you don't have a right to his milk. It's his milk. Leave his damn milk alone. Now, if you take a little coffee creamer because you forgot some or whatever. That's what I'm I'm not. I mean, what are you doing drinking this guy's milk? How much milk are you drinking at work? Right, right, exactly. That's the other problem that I've got is why is there so much milk in this fridge? I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Somebody, they go and have cereal. Like they don't have breakfast. Right? They wait till they get to the office and then they have their cereal. Maybe I have. I will say I have brought milk into work for cereal. So as possible. So I remember if there's like if I have a gallon at home, Shaw, and I have very little left, just yeah. enough for like one bowl of cereal. Sure. I will bring that in in the morning so that I can have a bowl of cereal in the morning. But it's to use up that milk because right. I don't I don't get to eat at home. You know what I mean during the week. And take it forever to go through a whole gallon of milk at work. But this guy is, yeah. Well, he's got, I don't know, man. This guy's a milk, milk So drinker. somebody posted a picture of their office fridge where someone had literally padlocked their milk, Shaw. <laughs> the cap requires a key to be open. <laughs> Technically, there wasn't anything preventing the thief from just taking a whole, you, you could essentially cut through that with a knife, though, and just get the milk if you wanted to. I, I mean, the, the, this utter lock thing just prevents you from taking the top off. But if you really, really wanted the milk, you just stab the side mm-hmm. of the milk carton there with a knife, and you've got chug. Start chugging it. <laughs> delicious, delicious milk. Some people commenting that it was petty because it's just milk, but most people said it was justified, just like securing your personal items in a locker, mm-hmm. especially if there's been issues with. Yeah, if you've work. been victimized before, and then sure, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I always worry about that because I, you know, you bring food in, Shaw, and you know some people like it, and they don't maybe don't have their lunch, and then it's like. I catch you eating my noodles. We're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some fights going on. Fisticuffs. I'm okay with condiments, though, or oh, yeah. creamer Ketchup, whatever, or whatever, Shaw. If you've sure. got some of that left over and you need to use some taco but sauce on your Tupperware, lunch. But if I have a Tupperware container well, I don't want you or a bag lunch. with something, yeah, leave that alone. Yeah, that's I get that. But this guy's got an utter lock, Shaw, <laughs> on top of his milk. Christy needs one of those for her lean cuisine meals. I've seen those. They, you know, you can get those, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, when you go canoeing or kayaking, you get those like clear plastic boxes mm-hmm. that lock. You put all your stuff in there to keep them dry or whatever. Yeah. Dry bags. Get one of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, throw it in there and lock up your food. Again, I don't think she has that problem as much anymore because we don't have any part-timers here. But mm-hmm. Utter lock. <laughs> Apparently stealing milk <laughs> is a big problem in Britain. They <laughs> have to create a whole milk cap padlock thing. Keep people from stealing your... On your milk in the office fridge, and I think that's the real issue here. Shaw is the milk. Right. The amount of the amount of milk in that fridge is odd. one office. Come or on. one office is very that's odd. impressive, actually. From the dairy state, that's a, mm-hmm. it's a tip of the hat. Shaw. I also don't want to drink communal milk in the fridge at all. Like, I don't. What's going on? Why is there? I'd question. That. I'd be like, why is there? First of all, why is there milk? And why? Uh, I'm not that desperate for the. I'll just go get some. I'll be all right. You don't know what somebody did to their milk. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Fries and shards. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. Space. The final frontier. Everybody's trying to go to space, Shaw. Who's going we're to sending, space now? Well, we're sending up astronauts, right, for the first time in a while. Yeah. To check out the moon, right? Isn't that the deal? Correct, him. Elon Musk keeps He's shooting up things there. up there. He fails miserably a lot, but he keeps trying to give him credit. And now, you can get married in space. 
lot of expensive destination weddings, Shaw. You think going to an island yeah. is expensive? Try going to Try space. Going to space, yeah. Didn't uh, didn't Puck and his lady friend get married on an island somewhere? Did no, he? Vegas in a Vegas? chapel. In a chapel, going yeah. to the chapel, going to yeah. get married. Yes. I think the three of us all did it traditionally, right? Shaw Church and all that crap. Uh, mine was in the backyard, but backyard, yeah. yeah. But uh, there was a minister involved. Something along those lines. Uh, space Perspective is a high altitude balloon company. So it's not a rocket, oh. it's a balloon. Uh, and they're doing wedding packages and plans uh, to start. They plan to start sending people up by the end of next year, Shaw. How high do they get? Uh, so here's the, here's the information on this uh, space perspective. You launch from land. You can also launch from a boat at sea. And the whole situation lasts about six hours. Most of it is getting there and getting back, though. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, the first two hours of the trip. You slowly ascend to 100,000 feet. 100,000 feet. You're at the edge of space, but you won't actually be weightless unless something goes really wrong and then see you later. It was nice knowing you. After that, you get two hours to hang out, get married up there, check out outer space. Maybe see Uranus. Maybe see the rings around Uranus. Then you slowly return to Earth and you splash down in the ocean. So there is no landing, Shaw. You just splash down in the ocean. What could go wrong? (laughs) Right. All this sounds like, oh, yeah, just... Okay, sounds good. Let's go. Hop on board. Uh, it'll have to be a small wedding as well, Shaw, because the capsule only yeah. holds how many people? Eight people, plus the pilot. So you don't have any staff. You can't. You know what I mean? It's, it's like just you guys. So if it's the two of you, the pilot, then you got a person to officiate. You have a best man. You have a what's the chick version of a best man? Bridesmaid. Bride, best bride. Best bride lady. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, maid of honor. Maid of honor. There you go. Yeah, you get a maid of honor. No ring bearer, no you know, you can't have little kids up there, no ring bearer, no, no kids going to space. No pillow with the ring on it, right, mm-hmm. Shaw? No flower girl. Maybe moms. Can you bring moms and dads? You, you know, mom's gotta be there, right? She wants to witness this whole damn thing. Right, of course. Uh and it ain't cheap, by the way. It's hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per guest. Oh my gosh. So if you book all eight seats on the space perspective hot air balloon or whatever the hell kind of balloon. Then you've it got is, too much money in your hands. It's legitimately a million dollar wedding. There is a refundable deposit of $1,000 per guest to reserve a spot, but uh, yeah, are you really going to be like that hard up for the 1000 bucks if you can afford a million-dollar wedding in outer space? And if you can afford a wedding in outer space that costs a million dollars, aren't you already doing it on your own? Do you really need space perspective to do this? But if you always wanted to be in a high-altitude balloon, Shaw. Mm, no, I'm good. And, yeah, me either. And see your anus. Here's your chance. Again, how do you narrow it down to eight people? We had like... I, think I don't we think had, you can find eight people who want to go. Oh, you could. Especially if you're footing the bill. I mean, I'm not going. But. You want to go 100,000 feet in the air and splash down in the ocean? Sure, that sounds great. All I know, Shaw, is that it was difficult for us to narrow down ours to the 150 or 170, whatever the hell it was that we mm-hmm. had. I can't imagine trying to pare that thing down to eight. Hmm. Eight. And again, you and, and, and your bride-to-be or groom-to-be uh, have to be two of those eight. My nephew got married in Ireland, and we said no to that trip. <laughs> right. That was too far. <laughs> that was too far and too expensive. Love to go, but yeah. Oh, I would have loved to have gone. More of like a trip that we have to plan for a long time ourselves rather than just, hey, that. we'll just hop on a plane with mm-hmm. the kids and come to jolly old Ireland. Watch you get married. Make the biggest mistake of your life. But at least you have options now, Shaw. Mm-hmm. People getting married in McDonald's. Right? People getting married in Walmart's. Now people getting All married space. in space. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot got. Uh, for many fishermen, there's a tale of the one that got away. Mm. In this case, Scott Haraguchi is glad it got away. Uh-oh. He was out on his kayak fishing uh, in Honolulu, Hawaii. He happened to accidentally leave his GoPro turned on after he caught a fish. That GoPro then captured the harrowing moments that happened next. Yeah. He said, I heard a whooshing sound that sounded like a boat heading toward me without a motor. And I looked up and I saw this big thing and at first I thought it was a turtle before I realized it was a t- 
tur- it was a tiger shark. Not a he was able to kick the shark away from his kayak and somehow kept fishing. Dude. It wasn't until he got home and looked at his video that he realized the magnitude of what happened. He's not sure what prompted the shark attack, but says shortly after he noticed what appeared to be a wounded seal. I know what prompted the attack. And believes the shark may have mistaken his kayak for its wounded prey. Can I guess yeah, why? Go, the- go ahead. Because you were in the water. <laughs> that's it. And that's, that's it what takes. sharks do. They attack things. That are in the water. All this thing does is swim around, eat, and make little baby sharks. Mm-hmm. That's it, Shaw. That's it. That's gotta, it all you got to do is watch the movie once to know that you in the water, not good. That's mm-hmm. why sharks attack, because you go in the water. Well, it's not just sharks. Police in Japan are searching for a fisherman who went missing at a lake in Japan. Uh-oh. They suspected he may have been attacked by a bear. A bear? After a human head was found oh, in the area yesterday. Snap. A boat dropped off this man to fish unaccompanied in the lake. An employee of the boat company later saw a bear nearby with waders dangling from its mouth. Got bears. No. Guy, like, he he they got a, I got something in my teeth. You got any dental floss? Right. I can get this guy's uh, pants out of my teeth. Uh, they called police. Police were able to kill a bear. Oh a human God. head was discovered during the operation. They're still investigating whether it is that of the missing fisherman. I shoot the bear away. I told him he was a naughty bear. Uh, Speaking of which, we just watched Cocaine Bear, and there is... Oh. There is some beheading that goes on in cocaine. Thanks for the warning. A cop on foot patrol found a very large alligator sleeping on one of Florida's Gulf Coast beaches. And things got stranger from there. Uh The officer got no response when he tapped on the gator's tail. Damn alligator bit my Why would you tap on its tail? Right? Yeah, leave it alone. What are you doing? Well, it turns out it wasn't a real gator. It was just a handcrafted sand sculpture. Luckily, the prank was revealed before That's it traumatized any early morning beachgoers. Oh. The officer made the discovery while on beach patrol, and he once he discovered it was sand, he flattened it out for the sake of both people and wildlife. I hope they won an award before this guy. Yeah, it was very artistic. Off. Well, very that's what well I mean. Done. I mean, think of all the time you got to put into that and make yeah. it so realistic. It did look pop. realistic. Yeah, thinks it's Especially real. in the dark. And then he goes stomping on it. Thanks a lot, man. I worked really <laughs> hard on that. that. It fooled you. A hole. Right. Don't play no <laughs> Yeah, leave my gator alone, my sand mm-hmm. gator. Uh, when two criminals need to get their stories straight, that can also include a pregnancy due date. Oh. A man and a woman in South Carolina were recently pulled over. They were acting nervous and told the cops that the woman was pregnant. Mm-hmm. The deputies asked about the due date, and apparently the couple gave conflicting answers. As it turns out, the woman was not pregnant. She was just wearing a fake rubber belly. Oh. The woman made a run for it belly. when she noticed the cops were suspicious. In the process, a bunch of drugs fell from her <laughs> fake belly. So in a way, she gave gave birth to over 1,500 grams of cocaine. Both were arrested and charged with drug trafficking. It's like the Jane's Addiction video. Been yeah. caught stealing. He's got the fake pregnant belly. And yep. He's going up there shoving up kiwis and stuff like that. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. cocaine up there. That's where I keep my cocaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard stories about uh, people so frustrated with the potholes in their towns that they've taken matters into their own hands. Oh, oh we uh, have. have we? Arnold Schwarzenegger recently filled potholes in Los Angeles that the city had not tended to. Mm-hmm. Uh, now in Wales. Uh, potholes have finally been filled in by a town after penises were mysteriously spray-painted around them. Workers turned up on the site who, and apparently saw that locals were fed up with the massive crumbling pits, and somebody took direct action by spray-painting penises near the potholes. The yeah. holes in question have since been filled in. With the penises? No, the, they were scrubbed you, off. Because you can fill a hole with a... Mm-hmm. Yes, I right? see what you're saying. Yes. Is that what... No? No. They used Being a man asphalt. isn't about the penis. They use ass? Asphalt. Yes. Ass? Fault. As Sphincter says what? Excuse me? Una Sphincter D say K? Okay. A 29-year-old... <laughs> 29-year-old driver in Colorado found himself in the doghouse after he tried to switch places with his dog when he got pulled over on suspicion of DUI. Police in Springfield, Colorado, conducted a traffic stop on a driver who was going 52 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. The driver, when he... Once he pulled over, the driver attempted to switch places with his dog that was a passenger in the seat of the Dodge Challenger, a process that the officer witnessed as he walked toward the car. The suspect, who had clear signs of intoxication, got out of the passenger side and told the cop that he wasn't the one driving. When he was asked whether he'd been drinking, the man tried to run away. He only got about 20 yards before police took him into custody. This is the bizarre part. A man and a woman who were sober were in the back seat of the car. Why didn't they drive? Why didn't they drive? 
What? Did right? He, did he pick them up? Uh, were they hitchhikers? No, it they was her the car that the, the man was driving. Why didn't she drive? I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> they let the drunk guy drive and right. then let him blame it. On, yeah, boy, those people are all. Right? That's just dumb. Them. By the I'm way, the driver. Yeah, you are. The right? driver was wanted on a couple of outstanding warrants. Oh, on so top they, of that. Yeah, That's definitely not the guy you want driving your car. Oh, my God. Right. If you're sober and the guy's drunk. What's going on put here? Him in the back that seat. is a lot of bad decisions. Maybe they didn't know he had warrants. Well, maybe, but they probably knew he was drunk. I would assume. Hmm. And after a stinky mess, oh. believed by a Minnesota family to be feces, rained down on multiple cars in a drive through The origins of the substance still unknown. Uh, Car- Carissa Brown and her son were waiting in the drive through line yesterday at a what? Caribou Coffee in Burnsville, Minnesota, Jeez. when suddenly some foul-smelling stuff fell from the sky. She said, all of a sudden, it, this brown substance dropped onto my vehicle. Ugh. It rained brown for a second. I got out and went to the car right. in front of me and said, what just happened? And he said, I have no idea. Uh, her car and that of the driver in front of her were, were fully covered in the substance, which they believe was feces. Now, they don't know where it came from, but this woman uh, said the residential area where she was in at the time is under a flight path and a waste dump well, from a plane could explain the situation. I thought it was frozen, though, in the plane. I thought right? it was like a... The, the blue like ice, a, right? Like blue, yeah, there was like a brick of stuff. It right. wasn't all liquidy. Right. The Metropolitan Airports Commission said it is not aware of any incidents in that area related mm. to flight activity. Near a farm? Maybe they were fertilizing? A little got loose? Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. A lot? Everybody's really sick from that restaurant. Oh. Oh. But it wasn't the restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. Lillian, oh, no. where are you going? I need a bathroom. Yeah. It's coming out of me like lava. <laughs> where are you going? What are you doing? It's happening. No, it's happening. It's happening. It happened. It did. Don't you dare ruin that dress. Don't you dare ruin that dress. (laughs) Too late. So it was poop? Yeah, they're pretty sure it was, but they still don't know where it came from. At first, she thought somebody had thrown it at her, right? But she said, no, it came straight down from the sky. So Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Love me, the old school version of Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. Mm -hmm. His voice, his presence, the vignettes all sort of had this different kind of gravitas that the new series on Netflix doesn't have, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. That's just one man's opinion. However, the show is working. Did you hear about this girl that got found? Oh, is this the North Carolina girl? Yes. Dude, crazy. Well, you... Unsolved. Have, have you watched the new series? I, I haven't seen it. I watched no. like one. All right. So Unsolved Mysteries obviously was a TV show from like what, the 80s, I yeah. guess, if you will. And now it's been transitioned into a Netflix series. And I think they've got two or three seasons. We've watched all the episodes. And again, it's not as spooky as the old series with Robert Stack. A lot of it is because there's actual footage. Mm-hmm. There's actual internet. Like they used to have to make up a lot of stuff, Sean. Right portrayals, you know, because they didn't exactly. have video cameras. And so, right. so it was creepy. And there was more focus on aliens and, and I thought, you know, monsters and things of that nature as opposed to a lot of missing people, maybe unsolved deaths, things like that. Well, this Illinois girl who went missing about six years ago has now been found safe in North Carolina, according to a Facebook post from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Her name is Kayla Unbehoun, I think is how you say that. She was nine years old. When police say that her mother, Heather, abducted her from South Elgin, Illinois, about 45 miles northwest of Chicago. And there was a picture, a photo of Kayla, as well as a photo of her mother that were shown at the end of a 2022 episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Oh, my gosh. And according to a television station down there, a store owner in North Carolina who had seen the show recognized the girl at an Asheville shopping center and called police. Now, we're talking about 9 to 16. There's a lot of changes. A lot of changes that happened. Her mother arrested on Saturday in Asheville, North Carolina, charged with child abduction, which is, of course, a felony, before she was then released on bond, the South Elgin Police Department said in a news release. The the department also said that the 15-year-old girl in good shape, good spirits, and being reunited with her family. The department also helping the family get social services. I don't know what their dynamics are with the family and whatnot, Shaw, but still, like, you're nine years old. I can only imagine the stories your mom's telling Mm -hmm. you. And now you're 16, 15, whatever, and you find out, oh, my mom abducted me. Abducted me. I wasn't even supposed to be with her. And I'm sure all along she thought that her mom was in the right. Mm Mm-hmm. Her mom, you know what I mean? 
So they had some age progression photos. So that helped, uh, helped obviously. But that's an amazing. That's amazing that somebody would see that show well, and remember it. And well, last and the, year. And, some, and again, the episode wasn't about her. It was about exploited children. And yeah, she happened should, to have her photo there. And this woman just remembered it and was like, oh, that looks like that like girl. Like last that summer. Yeah. I remember that girl from last summer at the from end a, of that one show. show. I bet that's her. Crazy. It's good to see it's working, though, mm-hmm. I guess. Unsolved Mysteries. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Brought to you by Crack Lumber. Where is this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. We've been watching this happen over the last couple of weeks. Had a couple of stories about artificial intelligence mimicking people's voices mm-hmm. in order to scam their loved ones out of money. Oh, no. More? Yeah. More. We've got uh, the woman who uh, the AI mimicked her brother's voice, I believe. Right? Wasn't that the deal? Daughter. That her one daughter? that was kidnapped. Yeah. Supposedly- I've been crying for the past two hours because I thought my little brother was dead. Somebody out there used an AI machine to trick my grandpa Ugh. into thinking my little brother got in a wreck and died. He mimicked my brother's voice and said, oh, I'm about to get in a wreck. And then the phone went off. My grandpa called me and told me this. And I immediately thought my brother was dead. And I come to find out that it was a scammer that was trying to get money from my grandpa by calling and saying that he went to jail and he killed someone and he needed bail money. They're using a freaking AI machine to reenact their voice. How evil. Yeah, and then there was, wasn't there, the woman whose daughter uh, like had maybe been kidnapped and she couldn't get in touch with her daughter yes. and then finally got tracked down the dad and mm. the dad said, no, she's okay. Yeah, I mean, we're hearing more and more cases like this using uh, technology for nefarious purposes. Apparently, it's going to get worse. Go go figure, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going right, to get any better because right. Apple has a new mobile feature in the pipeline called Personal Voice, and it allows your phone to replicate your voice after only about 15 minutes of reading prompts and training. Now, it's cool at first when you hear the reason for the application, but then afterwards you start to think of the nefarious reasons, right. like you mentioned, Shaw. Uh, Apple says that it's meant to make their devices more inclusive for people with disabilities, right? That. That's great. For example, people with conditions like ALS, where they lose their voice over time, mm-hmm. this tool could help them by reading type text aloud during phone calls and saying commonly used phrases in that person's voice. The problem is it'll probably only end up helping a very small percentage of the population, Shaw, whereas the larger percentage right. might be used for criminal things and trying to swindle people out of money. Fears of scammers getting their hands on this technology, TikTokers list, uh, using it for pranks, as we've heard, you know, calling in, uh, what, swatting and all that other, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the negative application, sadly, that's the world right. we live in, you know, you Correct. have to be aware of that stuff, so... But, uh, yeah, it's called uh, Personal Voice, and it's something in the pipeline for Apple. Uh, Again, AI being able to replicate your voice after only 15 minutes of training. Interesting, but possibly scary, Shaw. I would agree. Well, imagine you get a phone call, and you think it's Hannah, and she's like, I'm in trouble, Dad, and I don't know what's going on, and this and that and the other thing. And the next thing you know, she's saying, you know, I'm in a Mexican Mm -hmm. prison, and maybe you can't get in touch with her, and you don't know where she is. and Yeah. I mean, most of us obviously might try to track her down first, but some people may not have those options. Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by the Nut Bush City Limits Bar and Restaurant. 
$60 of my morning show money up for grabs, Shaw. That's a nice little chunk of change. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And because it's $60, Jean does not think you're going to get it. I think there's too much pressure, Too much Shaw. pressure? It's a lot. Okay. Normally, she goes with the weather or how mm-hmm. she's feeling, what she ate last night, whatever sparks her fancy. It's too uh, much, Shaw. But today, she's basing it strictly on, on the pressure, on the amount of money, well, $60. Doesn't much, think you're going to get it. I don't feel too much pressure. I feel no faith good. in the Shaw. It's all right. Zero faith in the Shaw. Might be negative faith. <laughs> Is that possible? It's not that. It's not that. I just feel like it's a lot, Shaw. Gene's uh, opinion, of course, is irrelevant. Doesn't really matter what she thinks. It's all about caller fifteen on the rock line six zero eight seven eight four zero nine five seven. Who's this? Zach. Zach, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, I am. All right, Zach. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not know the movie quote? I'm going to go with he's going to know it. You're going with yes. And what are you going to do with my morning show money if you win? Uh, probably take the family out to the races Saturday. Oh, look at this guy going out to the speedway. Fun. We're going to be out there in early June for rocking the races. You can register for that on our website or on our app. First Saturday in June. Thanks to Fastenal. I think you'll know the quote. Very famous. Famous actor. Highly recognizable. Played it many times on this show. Oh, okay. I don't know if you'll remember the movie. Great. That's the issue. Listen closely, Shaw. Okay. Game over, man. It's game over. What the f*** are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Oof. Am I right? I've certainly heard it before, yes. Listen closely again to this very famous movie mm-hmm. quote. Game over, man. It's game over. What the f- are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Ringing any bells? Yeah, it's very familiar. I know that's Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I've heard the quote before. You want it one more time just give, in case? Give it to me. All right. Game over, man. It's game over. What the f- are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Again, I think I was right in my assumption that you would know the actor. Very famous quote. You've heard it before, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you remember the movie itself. I, I think I do. Okay. I think it's one of those that um, the sequel was was actually, I thought, about as good as the original. I think that was from Aliens. Oh, he did know it. What? Look at this guy. Yeah. The first, one, the first one was Alien. Yeah. The second one was Aliens. Mm-hmm. When they go back. Good. And it was, in fact, almost better than the first one, Shaw. Bill Paxton in the movie Aliens. He would have been 68 years old today. He died tragically in, I think, 2017. But Bill Paxton for the win. Look at this guy. They go back to the planet. They bring Sigourney Weaver. Mm -hmm. Paul Reiser turns out to be a crook. A crook. A swindler working Mm -hmm. for the Whalen Corporation. Go figure. And now Zach has $60 of my morning show money. Where you go, Zach? Reset the account to $10 for next Wednesday. I don't believe it. He was in Stripes as a soldier. Do you want to talk career, man? Bill Paxton was in Stripes? Dude, yeah. He was just an uncredited soldier in the movie Stripes. He was in a Pat Benatar movie for Shadows of the Night as the radio operator. (laughs) (laughs) He was in, uh, of course, The Terminator, the first one. He was So when he first... Goes to get the clothes from yeah, those yeah, yeah, three yeah. guys. That's one of those guys is Bill Paxton, if you remember. In the first movie, when yes. Arnold goes to when get he lands in the yeah. clothes. Well, when he's naked and he yes. goes over to these three guys the and bar? like No, 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 no. That's the second one. Oh. The first one is when he's at like the it's out in LA, I think, and it's that uh dome where you see look into the stars and they got the oh. you know the viewfinders or whatever. Okay. And he goes over to the three guys and he beats the crap out of them. One of the guys is Bill Paxton. I didn't recognize him. He's, of course, the older brother in Weird Science. Mm-hmm. He was in the movie Commando with Arnold again. Uh, Aliens. He was on Miami Vice. Uh, he, wow. Yeah, he's been, I mean, you know, next to Ken with Patrick Swayze. Uh, of course, we know him from Predator 2 with Danny Glover. He was in that one as well. Very hot and steamy in that one, Shaw. Uh, he was in the movie Trespass. Will it, William H. Macy was in that movie. Great movie. Um... Just a tombstone, true lies. He, yeah. of course, was the him and Arnold, man. Oh, buddies. Right. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was the waiter. Remember mm-hmm. when uh, he was he was trying to yep. sleep with Jamie Lee Curtis? Mm-hmm. Fear is not an option. <laughs> I got a little penis. It's <laughs> pathetic. Uh, Apollo 13, Twister, of course, Titanic. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was in a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, he was. Bill Paxton. Good actor, too. Born on this day in 1955. <laughs> Ten bucks of my morning show money up for grabs next week. Congratulations, Zach. Got it. He got the win. Let's go to the Speedway. 
I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, we remember when there was a bear roaming around a lacrosse neighborhood and yes. police ultimately shot and killed it. There was a different outcome to a similar situation in Traverse City, Michigan, where a 350-pound black bear relaxing in a tree in a neighborhood was shot with tranquilizers before it fell asleep and eventually fell out of the tree as dozens looked on. One witness called it the best block party ever. Mm. Wildlife experts got a call about the bear in the tree. The saga went on for hours as a crowd gathered to watch. They fired <laughs> tranquilizer darts into its butt, mm. and then it slept on a thick limb before falling to the ground. One woman had pulled mattresses out of her home to cushion the landing. <laughs> the bear really cares about right? the bear. The bear's vitals were checked, uh, and it was now being transported some 60 miles away to be released into a wooded area. Who the hell's got a bunch of extra mattresses laying around? I don't, I don't know if they're extra. I think she their, just pulled them off the beds. Willing to drag them out of their right? house just to make sure just the bear's got a land it safe. You don't have a trampoline in somebody's backyard <laughs> we can bring over here? Bears can smell the menstruation. Come on, man. Oh, let's go grab all the mattresses. Honey, get the mattresses. Right? That bear needs if our If only help. we would have had a mattress, that lacrosse bear may still be alive. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, a woman tried to smuggle drugs into a county jail in Michigan by disguising an inmate's mail as legal documents mm. from an attorney. Yeah, the plan, matter. however, was foiled. When the inmate was released from jail before the letter arrived. Oh, it was, oh, come on. It was labeled with an attorney's name and then returned to sender. The attorney, who oh, did not no. send the mail, then contacted the sheriff's department to investigate. They determined the suspect was forging mail to make it look like it was from lawyers using attorney-client privilege to bring drugs into jail. A woman, Shannon Jean oh, Soltis, man. was arrested. Five others at the home were arrested on drug and firearms charges as well. Unknown. A couple stories about hippos. Uh, a toddler has died. They're After, mean, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they'll get you. Yeah. Uh, this happened uh, in Malawi. In Africa, a toddler died after a boat ferrying more than 30 villagers across a river was attacked by a hippo, causing it to overturn. Hippos are uh, yeah. not, nasty. Not, well, they're they're mean and they'll kill you. And powerful. They kill a lot of people and they're very strong, obviously, and they're very fast in the water. Mm -hmm. And they're not usually meat eaters. They're like, a, what's mm -hmm. the one in the middle? Omnivore. Okay. Is that the one in the middle I where think he eats? So. Some like, some things that are well, like they're traditionally more. more like a plant eater, but mm -hmm. they'll eat meat if they don't have right. a lot of other options. Uh, 23 of the boats, 37 passengers were missing and feared dead in the water, which is infested with crocodiles and hippos. So the hippos and the crocs got a full meal, huh? Yeah, a local man threw stones at the hippo and ultimately scared it away. Rescuers are continuing their search for the missing people. They say hippos are one of the world's most dangerous animals and can snap a canoe mm -hmm. in half yeah. with their strong jaws. A new hippo exhibit. Is set to open so in cute. early June during the zoo's Hippapalooza event. This is in Michigan. The habitat was set to house two pygmy hippos, two European white storks, and a sitatunga named Chopper, which is Bless a you. form of an antelope. Uh, so zoo staff were excited to introduce the two animals to each other in the same enclosure oh. for the first time the other day. Did they kill each other? One of them did. Yeah. Chopper and Jahari, the male Chopper. pygmy hippo, have seen each other through a mesh barrier before, but this was their first time with access to each other. They say that animal care staff were attempting a controlled introduction of our pygmy hippo with Chopper inside their habitat when oh, the pygmy man. hippo suddenly attacked Chopper. Efforts to resuscitate the antelope were unsuccessful, yeah, they said. That he did not want to live with Chopper. No, no, we've heard stories about a Chopper. You do not want to live with that guy. You don't want that in your living room. No, right? Detox. You don't want that in your living room, do you, Adam? No. A candidate. A candidate for mayor in Toronto, Canada, named Kevin Clark, stormed onto the platform of a mayoral debate and had to be hauled away by security. Dude, you want to hear it? I do. Oh my goodness, it's so what? great. This guy. So this guy was—is he running for mayor? But he was not part of the debate. He wasn't right. So it's similar to like, remember the presidential debate where yeah. you have too many candidates and you got to have a not everybody up? gets to get not up everybody there. gets a chance to get up. This guy didn't get a chance. Well, he took his chance. Mm -hmm. Shoot or shoot, Shaw. You know what no, I mean? He's there, and he, he went up there and he just was not having it. You're gonna work for it. And he, it's just <laughs> thank you. Uh, excuse me. Now you will Sir? not fix an election if don't put your hands on me. That is assault. You will not threaten to shoot and watch this. Look at this. Get 
Why is he so close? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> the whole okay. way out. I love it. The whole Just way out. Won't stop shouting. Love it. This guy is a perennial candidate for mayor of Toronto. He was not invited to the b- debate, which is probably why he went rogue. Yeah. Well, he sounds like one of those guys that you know, like the spaghetti monster guy. Exactly. Right. right. Where he throws his hat in there, hoping to get a couple of you know interviews on the news, and things didn't go his way. Mm-hmm. So he was going to let him know how he felt. About it. <laughs> Uh, in Mexico City, service was temporarily halted on a line of a subway system after a chicken got loose on the tracks. Ooh. Video from the city's metro system showed the electricity cut off at a station over the weekend. The video showed maintenance personnel and others in hard hats chasing the elusive bird around the tracks with brooms, gloves, and a trash bag. The chicken eluded several attempts to capture it before a worker finally tossed his coat over the bird and hauled it away. That's system really what was we're doing. quickly restored after the incident. One chicken. One, one chicken. chicken. And we're stopping the whole, the whole entire train subway. for one chicken. That's My wife does that when we're driving for squirrels and birds and stuff. And I get it. You don't want to run them over on purpose intentionally. But, like, if they're in your way. Yeah. Dude, just drive over this stupid thing. It's a squirrel. There's right. a bazillion more of them on the planet. Yeah. We'll be okay. Right. She just, yeah. She'll, like, stop and swerve and go up on the curb causing traffic jams. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just go. The birds especially. They'll fly off, and if not, then oh well. That bird is a liar. (laughs) Stopping a whole subway for one friggin' chicken? Is it one of them Brahma chickens? Is that why? Is it so big it'll cause damage? No, I don't think so. It's just a chicken. We eat them every day. We turn them into nuggets and everything. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Running over. Run over the chicken. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by... Brought to you by Krat Lumber. You know why you're not healthy? Because you're too tired. Too tired to do things. Too tired to be healthy, Shaw. Okay. Which is interesting because... Isn't part of getting healthy, getting better sleep? Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically. How am I supposed to be less tired if I can't be healthy and get better sleep, and then I'm less tired and it's more healthy? Cycle. And... It's a circle. What? It's a rat race is what you're you saying. You know, it's also a circle pizza. <laughs> I prefer pizza over sleep and all that stuff. New poll says that 35% of adults say they are, quote, too tired to live a healthy lifestyle. Too damn tired, Chuck. <laughs> too tired to work out, too tired to eat healthy. To live a healthy lifestyle, just to live... I'm too tired to live. <laughs> we just cross off healthy lifestyle. Uh, young people apparently are more zon- uh, zonked out than older folks, too, which is interesting. Maybe because they are too busy on the TikTok? I don't know. Mm-hmm. 48% of 25 to 34-year-olds in this survey say they are too exhausted compared to just 23% of people 55 and older. That's you, Shaw. Mm-hmm. You say you're exhausted? I don't know about exhausted, but tired. 40% of women are tired. Versus just 29% of men. Women are more tired than men. 38% of adults say they lack the motivation to be healthy. Other excuses include lack of time, lack of confidence, high gym fees, and food prices. Yeah, eating healthy, Shaw, is not Mm -mm. affordable. Right? It's just a lot of work, too. Can be. You know what I mean? Like reading labels, and I know they got a whole special aisle in the grocery Mm -hmm. store now, and that's great and all that crap, but like... Now I have to change everything and read everything and pay attention to everything. And, oh, I just want to throw food inside of the mouth and eat it and be happy. That's all I care. I don't care. I do like that about, like, the warmer months and farmer's markets and stuff because you can go and then buy that stuff and then kind of plan what you're going to eat around what you're able to Mm -hmm. get. And, of course, experts remind us that uh, more exercise boosts energy as do a healthier diet and better sleep. And then when you're tired from working out and being healthy, Shaw, you sleep better. That's true. Which then fuels the healthy thing, right? That's what they tell me. Oh, look, a big bag of quick chip sandwiches. Thank you. (laughs) Those will do. You know what I'm saying, Shaw? That's so easy. You walk in, the hot spot's right there. I got everything I need, Mm -hmm. man. Sausage, egg, and cheese on Mm -hmm. a croissant. I got a tornado, egg roll. It's all ready. Grab a gallon of milk. You know how hard it is to try and and eat healthy when all that stuff's right in front of me? They do sell bananas at quick chip, too. Mm -hmm. Who wants to eat a thing? Take the whole peel off it. <laughs> Too much work. That's the other thing with healthy. Out. It's like a lot of work to eat healthy. Uh, just 
Can we just go from the food here to here? Just easy. So much work. Take the, take the rind off of a orange. Give me a break. It's a lot of work just Bye. to get some orange. By the way, high recommendations for the Netflix and chill Ben and Jerry's flavor that's out right now. Oh, yeah? Is it good? It's peanut butter ice cream, which I normally wouldn't necessarily go to, but my daughter wanted it. to try uh, pretzel pieces and, Ooh. like, fudge chunks and is stuff. There a lot of salt in So it's the salt and the sweet and the, pe- and yeah. the peanut butter isn't overwhelming, but it's, like, enough to Ooh. be Netflix and chill. Nice. Is what it's called? Yeah, the whole pint. You ate the whole pint? No, I didn't eat the whole pint. <laughs> it got eaten got oh, quickly, very quickly. But y'all said to be okay house. with woke ice cream shot because they're very woke. Is that true? Oh, I don't know. It was delicious, they're, though. They're I'm just saying. Well, you know how people are, man. They don't want to Salty and sweet, Shaw. So a little bit of good both. And it was a combo. It was a good combo. Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Kraft Lumber. Only on favorite station. 95.7 The Rock. There's a great scene in Major League when they're sitting in the clubhouse and they find out that the owner of the team wants them to lose games so that they'll move to a different stadium. And the catcher says... I guess there's just one thing left to do. Win the whole effing thing. And everybody in the locker room sacks up and they go and they win the whole effing thing. Sort of. And that's exactly what this girl did. Play like a girl. This is incredible. I have seven pairs of shoes in my track bag, said Highland High School senior Juliet Laracunte Hubner. I think that's how you pronounce her last name while counting them off on her fingers. She says, quote, I have two flats, high jump spikes, long jump spikes, triple jump spikes, and then practice sprint spikes and competition sprint oh my spikes. Gosh. Okay. This girl's a serious. serious and I never did any of this in school. So I, know, I just know they're different types of spikes may not be your normal kind of shoe collection, but the sprinting Cinderella Juliet. And her shoes have changed her life. She said, quote, it was crazy being like going up against teams that have 15 girls there. And I was the only one who was representing Highland. And it was like, oh, well, I'll just beat them out all by myself. And that's what she did. Dude, you got to Google this girl. It's The story is crazy. In March at the Ohio Indoor State Championships held by the Ohio Association of Track and Cross Country Coaches. Mm-hmm. Juliet won four individual titles, which ended up giving her enough points to win the division 2-3 team state title all by herself. She didn't just win some races. She, she won, won the, 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 team the, the to, state the, title by herself <laughs> against teams with 15 girls. She beat everybody. She beat the field. Juliet versus the field. I'll take Juliet. What are the odds on that, Mr. DraftKings? Crazy. Quote, oh, I was so excited, but I tried to keep it calm because I didn't want to boast or anything. Humble as well. Look at that. Mm -hmm. And then I went up to the podium for the triple jump, came down and yelled out to my coach because all the events were done at that point. I just won the team title. He started going crazy. My parents were going crazy. Yeah, it was really sweet. (laughs) Won gold medals in the long jump, the high jump, the triple jump, and 60-meter hurdles. Oh, my gosh. What? What's? Yeah. What most may not have seen uh, was the event that she battled uh, that's not officially in the competition, simply being at the right place at the right time. She said, quote, so I was high jumping and long jumping at the same time. Yeah. Literally, I would have to rip off my high jump spikes, and then I would have to sprint over to the long jump and try to make a few jumps and then come back. I almost missed my hurdle race. And then I was triple jumping. I think I did like one or two and then had to go do the hurdle finals. I started about 10 o'clock and I did not leave the track until about 730. Nine and a half hours running around. Yeah. Winning all the gold medals and then winning the whole competition by herself. The most special thing about Juliet, it's her work ethics at her Highland High School track coach, Chip Went. In all my years, and I've been here since 85, 86, I've never seen an individual in any sport at this level work this hard. Hmm. Well, that says something, doesn't it? 
Yeah. She's going to be a nurse, by the way. Study healthcare. Well, someone like that is dedicated to doing something special with her life. Juliet Laracunte Hubner, I think is how you pronounce her last name. If you haven't Googled her yet, do yourself a favor and read more about her and this impressive win at this Ohio track and field champ where she won all these awards by herself by and then won the team Te- title as well because she the beat team all team title goes to Juliet. This one girl over here. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, the owners of a dog daycare in Maryland are happy that no one was hurt after a car crashed through their building. Ooh. The crews, uh, fire rescue crews were called to the Sniffers Doggy Depot for reports of a car crashing oh. into a building. I'm Video. It's what no, they call it's it. Not, no. Yeah. Sniffers oh. Doggy Depot. No. Video of the crash uh, surfaced uh, showing a person coming through the door and talking with staff just moments before an That's, SUV. Was this at Sniffers that they were talking to the staff? Uh-huh. Uh, crashed through the front windows and moved through the lobby before crashing through a wall and coming to a stop near the dog kennels. No one was hurt, but two dogs escaped during the incident. Uh-oh. They were later found unharmed. Sniffers are on the loose. And reunited with their families. They got some loose sniffers in mm-hmm. there. <laughs> They named it Snippers? Yeah. They did. I can't get over that. A naked man attacked gym goers in Miami after attempting to use the exercise equipment and then rampaged through the street. (laughs) The unidentified person stormed into the UFC gym uh, Tuesday night. Footage shows him attempting to use the machines before taking off his clothes and starting brawls oh, with yeah. other gym members. Yeah. He I don't was know if that's a gym by... where you want to get in a brawl with people. You yeah, at a mean? gym, like, right, where they're well, all no, buff. UFC, like where there's fighters, right. you know what I mean? You're not at Planet Fitness. Uh, he then uh, goes out into the street and starts harassing people there. Naked? There's... Was he still naked? Yeah. The footage shows him harassing a wheelchair-bound man before he's hit over the back of the head by with a bag from a good Samaritan. Cops arrived, and he was tasered multiple times. Uh, they say it's no; they have no idea why the naked man launched the assault, but Drugs. they Drugs. think he was definitely on something. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah. yeah he tried to fight a bunch of people at the UFC gym. Mm-hmm. How about don't do that? Uh, in the long history of the Japanese papermaking art of origami, okay. there is no more of an iconic shape than that of the majestic crane. It has become an international symbol of peace. Uh, but police in Japan have arrested a 22-year-old man for sending 15 threatening letters and one case containing some 1,500 origami cranes to his former driving <laughs> school. What? The, yes. <laughs> the letters reportedly had messages such as, die and quit your job now. Did he fail his test? Is that why? Uh-huh. Okay. The paper cranes, however, were simply paper cranes. Police used surveillance video to track down the suspect and found that he was a former student of the driving school who had failed to get his driver's license. Did he make the cranes himself? Yes. Because that's a lot of cranes. Yes, a lot. He admitted to the crime, said he had gotten angry. Angry at their poor teaching style, when asked the million-dollar question, "What's up with the cranes?" Yeah, he told police he that folding them helped him to calm okay, down. Okay, well that's good. Well, you got to give him some kind of credit for finding a way to release I, the stress by yes, doing the cranes. But the word but, "die" on the envelope, but then sending it in, just you know, maybe you just make the origami and be done with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm Ryan Fellow. That what? bird is a liar. <laughs> He's starting to make me mad. He better shut up. Uh, a woman in Ohio has been charged with desecration Uh-oh. after she allegedly defecated Ooh. on the altar of a church. Lori Menard went to the chapel at Cincinnati's Good Samaritan Hospital and defecated on the altar and then used a fabric runner on the altar to wipe herself. Whoa. Could it be? Yikes. She then took a picture from the chapel and smeared feces on the table of the altar. She was arrested for desecrating a house of worship and booked into the county jail on a felony account. There's no word on a motive for the alleged desecration. And a judgy mother-in-law accidentally exposed her own dirty secret after harping about her new granddaughter's unusual appearance. 
The woman suspected her daughter-in-law of cheating on her son when the child was born with green eyes, a characteristic nobody else in their shared family has. She made so many comments about it that the new mother ended up putting her husband and newborn through DNA testing oh just, just to clear her name. Wow. But when doing so, she accidentally uncovered her mother-in-law's 29-year-old secret. Uh-oh. She posted on Reddit, I gave birth to my daughter two years ago, and despite my husband telling me he knows I'd never cheat on him, I wanted to give our daughter a paternity test because she has green eyes and my husband and I don't. Well, uh, her husband eventually agreed to do the paternity test, and as expected, the results came back saying, indeed, he was the father of their daughter. But after reading the results in more detail, she realized something was wrong. Our daughter is his, but my father-in-law is not my husband's father. My in-laws have been married for decades, so the idea that my mother-in-law cheated on my father-in-law never entered our minds. Uh, Now, she wants to tell the father, uh, but they're afraid of what kind of fallout might come from that. Um, I know that I've been a lousy dad. (laughs) There's only one person to blame for that, your whore mother. (laughs) So this woman's being all judgy, and uh, guess what? She's the one who gets caught. Yo. Busted. Mm -hmm. Commence awakening. You wanted the best. You got it. You, you got him a present. present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he took. Which was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you and Pat together? You yeah. guys are so oh good, man. Oh, my God, you are kidding me. The best of the morning sickness. Every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! It is, and the weather's going to be just dandy, Shaw. And I'm sure there's tons of things going on in the area. Mm -hmm. A little bit chilly today with a high of just 59 and partly cloudy. Obviously, the dart tournament's in town. So uh, if you're you're planning on going out downtown at some point this weekend, expect drunken darters. And lines. Yeah, and uh, not a lot of open tables. good, though. A lot of money being pumped in. Yeah. Uh, But sunny and 73 tomorrow and 76 and mostly sunny on Sunday. So decent weather this weekend to get out and do some stuff. Here is my list of things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Starting with tonight, have you been on the patio at HD Tavern? No. Have you? No, I haven't. You should. The patio is beautiful, by yeah. the way. Uh, I don't know. I don't it's know. good weather for it. Yeah, and they've got a really beautiful patio out back with a bar, and they've got uh, fire pits and all sorts of stuff out there, and they've got a really cool stage, and they've got uh. music all summer long, including tonight with American Standard uh. at the HD Tavern. Uh, they got a really sweet setup in the back over there at HD Tavern for music. Uh, I think they had what's his nuts, uh, Chris Croisey, right? Krause? Yeah, Krause. Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. was there a couple of years ago. But uh, American Standard doing some live tunes. They got ice cold beers and they play everything from classic uh, rock to modern rock. Ton mm-hmm, of energy. Mm-hmm. They've opened up for Waylon, Static X, Psycho Stick, Quiet Riot, Firehouse. So <laughs> they've been time tested, Shaw. They've been around for a little bit. Yeah. American Standard starts tonight, and I don't believe there's a cover charge for American Standard at the HD Tavern. Of course, tomorrow, it's all about big bikes for Little Tykes for us. And uh, it's our annual ride through the Cooley region for one special child this year. That is Emerson Small of Bangor, Wisconsin. The ride is open to everyone. It's not just for motorcycles. So if you want to drive in your vehicle, you got a classic car, you got a truck, you got a minivan, whatever the hell it is. Even if you can't make it, you just want to donate. You can stop by tomorrow morning at Great River Harley-Davidson, drop off a donation. You can join us at the post-ride get-together. That's open to everybody at the Alaska American Drop off Legion. a donation there, Shaw. That starts mm-hmm. in the afternoon. We'll have the brats ready. If you and Mary want to swing by, Shaw, I think I can get you an extra brat and a bag of chips. Oh, nice. Well, they can split a brat, but two of them. True. Go. I could yeah, add a bag of chips. And have some to go. And I'll have water for sale, too, Shaw. There'll be beverages available, alcoholic, obviously, if that's your jam. And we'll be at the Legion in the barn tomorrow afternoon. Please read more about Emerson Small online at BigBikesForLittleTikes.com. You can also register up until noon today on the website, or you'll have to register in the morning. And, of course, this all happens because we have so many great friends that we get along with, Sean, that we uh, have a lot of support from. Uh, And big thanks, of course, to Great River Harley-Davidson, partnering with us for a long, long time to do this ride, Sean, to make it a success. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big thanks to River Valley Remodelers, the first 250 riders on the ride uh, that registered get a free kickstand plate, Sean. Yeah, they're awesome. awesome. Uh, Also, of course, big thanks to the Onalaska American Legion for helping us with the uh, post-ride get-together. 
And also, big thanks to all of our great sponsors, including Schneider Accounting and Tax, Interstate Roofing, Luke's Repair, LLC, Northern Engraving, Sealand's Carpetland, April Carrier, Farmers Insurance Agent, uh, Rudy's Drive-In, Ace of All Trades, the Midwest Mortgage Team, Reedy Concrete and Construction, Bubba's Meats with the Brats, also Wisconsin Insurance Center, Lacrosse Movers, and First American Roofing. Arcade and Portables, too, with the oh, yeah. Porta Potty. You can't forget about those That's guys. Important. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Porta Potty, Shaw. And then hashtag Sunday Fun Day. Here we go, Shaw. After Saturday, if you're looking to just kind of chill out, maybe get on the bike, go for a ride, eat some Q, because it's that time of year. Who doesn't love chicken Q on a Sunday? Caledonia Ambulance Association. Annual chicken Q to celebrate EMS week. It runs from 10.30 a.m. until gone on Sunday at the Caledonia Ambulance Association. Uh, mm-hmm, I think that's on Main mm-hmm, Street there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only 14 bucks per meal. You know what comes with a chicken mm-hmm. queue, right? You got the queue. Oh, you got the, the roll. You got, oh, oh. You can, as you're driving up, Shaw, your window's down, and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm getting closer. I'm getting yeah. closer. Uh, they've got dine-in, takeaway, or drive through options, and it's catered by uh, Rooster Andy's. And you can find out more about my three things to do. On the website, go to 957therock.com, hit the morning sickness page, and there's, uh, of course, plenty of other events at aroundrivercity.com. And if you have an event coming up that you want to tell people about, you can post it for free at aroundrivercity.com, Shaw. And then maybe next Friday we'll tell people about your Mm -hmm. event. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Big bikes. Hopefully we see you all tomorrow at Great River Harley-Davidson. Looking forward to it. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.